This morning, as we continue with the memorial service here at Archdale Friends, Kevin Alberson and Denise Barnes are going to lead this part of the service. And so we just ask that uh, they come on forward and uh, participate. And as members of the family are part of the service this morning, if you'd come up to this microphone so that we can have a proper recording of today's service, we would appreciate that. Thank you. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Today we celebrate and remember our Archdale friends meeting family members that passed away in 2018. <clears throat> Patsy Ann Smith Skaggs was born May 3rd, 1941 in Greensboro to the late George H. and Ann Elizabeth Smith. She was preceded in death by son Charles Tony Jennings Jr., brother Henry Smith, sisters Betty S. Brady, Ginger Walser, and Joanne Smith. Patsy was an avid volunteer in her Sunday school class and other projects at Archdale Friends Meeting. She's a retired bookkeeper from the High Point Trinity area. She is survived by her husband of 25 years, Phil, daughter Cindy Fong, and husband Nathan, stepchildren Beverly Welburn, and husband Merrill. Marika Krause and husband Ken, Tara Mayfield and husband Jay, grandson Dustin Cody, nine step-grandchildren and several nephews and nieces. Patsy passed away July 1st, 2018. It's Wanda Edwards here. Good morning. Good morning. I've been asked to say um, a few things about Patsy. Uh, I guess I got to know her real well when we were on the missions committee together. Uh, we worked on projects. The missions committee always had projects going on to help other people, and some of them were sewing projects, and the other members of the committee were mostly still working, so Patsy and I were retired. So a lot of times we would work at her house on some of the sewing projects. Uh, it was along that time that her husband, Phil, had bought her a new sewing machine. She loved that sewing machine. She would tell me all the things it would do and showed me all the parts to it and the programs that it had with it. And I said, Patsy, <clears throat> I think this sewing machine could make a pot of coffee. <laughs> and uh, she stopped in her tracks and she turned around and looked at me and she said, well, what kind would you like, regular or decaf? <laughs> and Patsy and I, always making each other laugh, she had a great sense of humor. Um, she loved her family and friends, and she loved her husband, Phil. 
And I read somewhere you should tell your spouse at least once a day how much you love them and tell them all the time with your eyes. And that's the way it was with Phil and Patsy. Uh, you only had to be with them just a few minutes or time span, and you knew how much they loved each other. She also loved her little dog, their little dog, Ellie. And Phil told me recently that Ellie had her 13th birthday this week. So, um, And she loved her church friends. <clears throat> she loved her, the rest of her family. She loved uh, working in her flowers, and she loved... Uh, watching old movies with Phil. They watched movies of the Beverly Hillbillies and uh, old romantic movies and movies like I Love Lucy. But she loved her church. She worried about her church, and she worried about her, her friends in her John Archdale Sunday school class. But uh, Patsy was always looking for some other kind of project to work on, she had me cutting out all kinds of things. We never got them all finished, so they're still we're still working on some of them. And uh, she was uh, my best friend, and I think of her and miss her almost every day. Carol L.V. Davis Mabe was born November 3rd, 1944 in Higdon, Alabama, was the daughter of Worth and Lexi Davis. She retired from Routerbit Service Company in High Point. She enjoyed reading, painting, taking trips to the beach. She treasured spending time with her family. She is survived by her husband, Bobby Jean Mabe. She is also survived by two daughters, Susie Mabe of High Point and Lori McCroskey and her husband, Bobby, of Archdale. Four grandchildren, one aunt, two uncles, and several cousins and other relatives. She will be greatly missed by her family and friends. Carol passed away February 13, 2018. Doris Brooks Spencer was born February 3rd, 1933, in High Point, daughter to the late Walter and Constance Marley Brooks. She attended High Point City Schools and later High Point Memorial Hospital School of Nursing. She was an active member of the John Archdale Sunday School class and many organizations throughout her life. On August 11th, 1952, she married Robert J. Spencer, Jr., who preceded her in death on March 15, 2005. She's also preceded in death by her son, John Alexander Spencer. Sister, Ruth Brooks Faree. Brother, James A. Marley. Niece, Linda F. Howington. Surviving are daughters Brooks S. Mullane, husband Dennis, Margaret Meg Francis Spencer, son Robert Bob J. Spencer III, wife Elizabeth. She also left eight grandchildren and seven great-grandchildren. Doris passed away September the 26th, 
2018. I'm going to do a song that uh, is one of Mom's favorites. Trust him more. 
Jesus, Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> James Edward Ed Harris was born uh, September 19, 1950, to the late Isaac and May Harris. He graduated from Trinity High School, Guilford College, an institution of textile technology. He was survived by his wife of 46 years, Ann Hayworth Harris his son, Jim Harris, his grandsons, Hayes and Mason Harris of Concord, North Carolina. He is also survived by his sister, Leah Edgerton, husband, David, his brother-in-law, Alan Hayworth, wife, Cece, brother-in-law, David Hayworth, as well as many nieces and nephews. Ed was an active member of Archdale Friends, serving as clerk of both ministry and council, and a monthly meeting. Ed passed away September 5th, 2018. Good morning, everybody. I was, uh, Ann was, was acutely aware that she would probably have her shoulder surgery shoulder surgery that's a hard one today and uh, she asked me would I say something in memory of Ed and uh, I'm honored and privileged to have uh, I, I met Ed uh, in high school we met uh, we met through football it seemed like everybody I know I meet through athletics uh, but he was a hundred and thirty eight pound pulling guard and I was a 132-pound tailback. So, you know, that, that was, I'm sure that was an awesome sight coming around the right end. You know, we didn't scare too many people. But uh, the one thing I really remember about our, our athletic competition, Ed never backed down from a challenge. You know, you're pulling out from pulling guard at 134 pounds, I really mean you're probably not an awe-inspiring sight to a 212-pound tight end, end coming at you, but he always stuck his nose right in there. He never failed every day at practice to work hard as he could. And there's so many things that I have to be thankful for, Ed. I wouldn't be standing here in this church if it wasn't for Ed. Uh, he was the one that, that cordially invited me and said, come on over to church one day. That was... Uh, 54 years ago, and I'm always grateful for Ed bringing me into this church, hearing those great, great sermons by his dad that spoke to your heart, and all the other things that have happened since then. Uh, we were in uh, civics class together with Mr. Stutz, and Mr. Stutz was a unique teacher. He taught us how to read the paper, and he taught us how to be open and honest. And I didn't know you could argue with a teacher. But now this was the height of the Vietnam conflict. And we were Quakers. 
And I always, always appreciated Ed's ability not to be ashamed to be a Quaker. He is, a, he was, and still is. He's a Quaker's Quaker. He really is. I always admired that about him. Uh, and you've heard Rusty say up here how much he meant to this church, and he really did. He he worked tirelessly. I don't know. I don't think I've ever picked up the phone and called Rusty and said, Rusty, what can I do to help the church? Ed was constantly doing that. He loved being a Quaker. He loved this church. He loved everything being a Quaker and a friend embodied, and I've always respected that. And our, our careers ran parallel after we got out of school. Uh, I went into manufacturing. He went into manufacturing, different, different types. And then about the time I went into teaching, to show you how smart I was, I retired from manufacturing and went into teaching. So did Ed. And oddly enough, we both taught math. And we had so many great conversations about how to try to teach kids. I remember one day we were sitting there before church started, and he said, you having any trouble teaching how to factor when there's a coefficient greater than one and it's not a prime number? I said, sure. And I said, I, what I do is I, we, we do this, you know, you make sure. You, and he kind of turned and looked at me. Really? He said, I didn't even understand that, David, let alone teaching it to my ninth graders. <laughs> but that was Ed. He knew how to teach kids. He was passionate about teaching kids. But what I loved about his teaching when we would converse about teaching He always said that they need somebody that they know believes in them. Forget the math. Forget the English, David. Let them know you love them. And that's the way Ed was his whole life. And I miss him. Uh, he was just a great Quaker and a great friend. James Jim Lynn Robertson was born June 6, 1947, in Guilford County, son of the late David E. and Wilma Johnson Robertson. He was a retired retail sales manager. He was also an avid North Carolina Tar Heel fan. In addition to his parents, he was, he was preceded, preceded in death by his brother, David Grissom. He is survived by his wife, Ramona, whom he married May the 2nd, 1981. Two daughters, Cheryl R. Hancock and her husband, Tom, of Kernersville, <coughs> and Stephanie Robertson of Greensboro. Two grandchildren, Holly Hancock and Anna Grace Hancock. One brother, and several nieces and nephews. Jim passed away January 8th, 2018. This was Jim's favorite hymn, The Old Rugged Cross. Stood an old rugged cross. Beat. 
Belva Jean Francis Hancock <clears throat> was born March 10th, 1933, in High Point, a daughter to the late Johnny William and Helen Frazier. Belva was a graduate of Trinity High School, Ashmore Business College. She was a member of the John Archdale Sunday School class at, at Archdale Friends as well as Trinity's Woman's Club. She received the District 7 Club Woman of the Year. On September the 8th, 1953, she married Donald L. Hancock, who preceded her in death in 2006. Bell believes a lasting legacy for her family, demonstrating how to live a devoted marriage and providing a wonderful example as a mother and grandmother. Hers was a life well-lived, full of experiences, love, and laughter. Her family will be forever indebted, thankful for her lasting impact, and fondly recall the many zingers she came up with over the years. Surviving her two sons, Stephen Hancock and his wife Lisa of High Point, and Kent Hancock and his wife Carla of Archdale four grandchildren, one brother, and several nieces and nephews. Belva passed away on March 19th, 2018. Denise Kidd Spencer was born January 29th, 1943. 
1927 in Davidson County. She was the daughter of the late Olin Marley Kidd and Ann Elizabeth Leonard Kidd. She graduated from Thomasville High School and later went to work in Washington, D.C. for the Veterans Administration. She later retired from Furniture Land South. She was a longtime member of the John Archdale Sunday School class and the Archdale Trinity Woman's Club. She was married to H.S. Spencer for 69 years, who survives of the home. She is also survived by three sons, Randall, Marley Spencer, Richard Lynn Spencer, wife Heather, and Darren Scott Spencer, wife Becky. Five grandchildren, one great-grandchild. Her sister, Patsy Rapstenick, husband George, and her niece, Marley Rapstenick. Danny's passed away November 17, 2018. Family wanted to uh, sing three verses of How Great Thou Art. So if you would turn to page 147 in your hymnal and sing verses 1, 2, and 3.
Dorothy Dot Chesson English was born March 17, 1918, in Chowan County, North Carolina. She was the daughter of the late Louis and Lena S. Chesson. She was the oldest living member of Archdale Friends Meeting. She was the first female bank teller in High Point and retired from Wachovia Bank. She was preceded in death by her husband, M. Albion English, Jr. Daughter, Brenda Martin, five sisters, three brothers. She is survived by her son, Al English III, wife, Linda. Two grandchildren, Allison Haynes, husband, Matt, and Adam English. Two great-grandchildren. Dot passed away. November 28th, 2018. It have served and have touched probably every one of us in this room. And so at this time, after the manner of friends, if you have some words that you'd like to express about one or some of these individuals, we just ask that you stand where you are and, and share from your heart. And not all of us share verbally. You can share silently to yourself, or you can tell family members even when you leave of how individuals have touched you. So we'll take some time here this morning just to remember quietly and or audibly those that have lived and touched our hearts. 